The following takes place between midnight and 1 a.m. Events occur in real time. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Insane Ramblings Tokyo Campfire Edition Day 1. <laughs> <laughs> it's Insane Ramblings After Dark and Insane Ramblings with Dimmed Lights. <laughs> oh yeah, it means you have to talk like this. Does it? Um, oh. not, like, not like that, it sounds a bit sleazy. <laughs> Maybe a bit, you have to talk... A bit soft, like you're whispering around the campfire. Yeah, that's true. No, you don't whisper. Oh, maybe it should be like insane sleeping bags or something. The sleep <laughs> insane rambling slumber party. Yes, insane rambling Tokyo slumber party. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't really whisper at the campfire, do you? You whisper in the tent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like the insane rambling Tokyo slumber party. All right. So, uh, welcome to our slumber party. Yes. Basically, what we're gonna do is. If you didn't, if you didn't notice, <laughs> <Sorry>. <coughs> <coughs> what we're gonna do is have a slumber party. <laughs> Step one. Step one. You throw that slumber party. Step two. <laughs> um, if you didn't notice, the Tokyo bit means we're in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, that's not a code. <laughs> yes, and not just Vicky this time means. The boats of us. Yeah, we're both here in Tokyo Town. So it's Ben's first day. I went and picked him up at the airport. Yeah, and Vicky's got an American accent all of a sudden. <laughs> I didn't notice it, but Ben is apparently pointing out that I have an American accent. Oh, it I didn't apparently come up on the podcast. Yeah, I certainly didn't pick it up. I don't know if it happened in the space between the last episode or... Yeah, in the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. You might be able to notice on this recording rather than over Skype. It might be a bit more obvious or something. But that was a thing. Yeah, it's thing. hard to tell what someone's accent is when they're yelling from the bottom of a well. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, I gradually adopt Vicky's accent over the course of these slumber parties. <laughs> it's an indoctrination party. <laughs> it's sounding more and more like a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hiding it under the guise of toenail painting, but really, <laughs> I'm turning you as, you're way more North American than me. I was about to, like... Um, me and Ben had an argument on the train about Wait, I'm, how... still, I'm still hung up on toenail painting. <laughs> Where was that going? I know that you're hung up on toenail painting. Is that a thing people do at cults? <laughs> <laughs> I would have said slumber parties, but yeah, that works too. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 okay. I clearly haven't been to enough slumber parties recently. No, it's, uh, no, it's all in the cults. It's all poison Kool-Aid and toenail painting. <laughs> they get you in with the toenail painting. Yeah, fair enough. One, uh, <laughs> one sip of Kool-Aid and you'll be uh, hitting Jupiter or whatever they believe and catching that comet. But uh, yeah, yeah, you forgot to do the toenail painting first. That's why it didn't work, idiots. Ah, uh, fools. See, they get you in because it's quite hard to paint your own right hand. So they're okay. like, just come to our cult, we'll paint it for you. Unless you're left-hander. Huh. The buddy system, Vicky, the buddy system. <laughs> and that's why we all need one left-handed friend. <laughs> it's kind of a rip-off when I think about nail polish, because, like, I feel bad for Ridey, because he does such a good... Like, it does the predominant amount of work in your life, I guess. And it also does such a good job when it paints lefty, and then it gets this shoddy, like, second-rate, like, yeah, it, job done for it. It doesn't get any of the benefits of being so good itself. Yeah, I don't feel like your right hand gets much benefit from doing all the work. No, it's like when you uh, give someone, like, a really good massage, and then you're like, they better be enjoying this, and I better get something really good in return. And then, like, you give, like, a ten-minute massage, and they give you, like, a three-minute massage back, and you're like, ah. Oh. 
<laughs> I, I put so much out there, and yeah, I got so little in return. <laughs> if only I could paint my own hand or you know massage myself then. <laughs> <laughs> if only these arms could go rogue <laughs> yes yes exactly <laughs> one of the many slogans of insane ramblings <laughs> insane ramblings tokyo summer party yeah so if, ben was if always... we had the hands from idle hands that would solve all our problems oh my god wouldn't it though <laughs> <laughs> if only they wouldn't start doing the devil's work and start doing more massaging work well you can't win them all no, my hand, my idle hands wouldn't be idle at all. It would be called very visible, busy, attached, detachable arms. But well groomed. Yes, <laughs> well groomed, busy, detachable arms would be the name of the film. Had I written idle hands, <laughs> it's not the most succinct title, but you, you know what you're in for. That's probably why mine never took off. Fair enough. What were you going to say? I think I interrupted you with um, nonsense. What with what? You said something that Ben said. Um, what you interrupted me with? What nonsense? <laughs> I thought you said incense. Oh, uh, okay. I thought you were going to say incest. I'm like... Ew. Well, Don't I, interrupt me with that. Yeah, okay. Um, you said an argument on the train? Oh, yeah, about how to best describe the fact that Ben is wholly Australian, yet half Canadian. Because you were accusing me of turning you North American, but you're half Canadian. Well... Because like, I was telling Ben that I introduce uh, him uh, in stories to my friends as half Canadian. Yeah, when, in fact... Maybe to be more accurate, it would be a third Canadian. Yeah, this, but he, to me, you are wholly Australian and yet half Canadian and half British. British, right? But uh, so you're, we were trying to work out the best analogy to describe how the uh, two halves make a completely different whole. Yeah. So your analogy. My analogy was maybe that it's like mixing colours. <laughs> so if you get blue and red dye or paint or something and you mix them together and separately they're their own thing but when you mix them together they're purple <laughs> so blue and red are Australia no, blue and red are Canada and Britain and then purple is Australia but then but, I, yeah go on I pointed out that that would in fact mean that every person who was then half British and half Canadian would by default be Australian <laughs> whether or not they're Australian or not and we also had the argument or like the discussion about whether or not I could pronounce the word Canada and I just proved that I couldn't. <laughs> Did you just say Canada again? Uh, no, I said Canadia or something. <laughs> Canadian. <laughs> See, in my mind, Ben is much more Canadian than he really is, I think. Yeah, well... Because you're always my half-Canadian friend in my stories, but... But really, I've got very little in terms of uh, evidence to back that up. Yeah, because like, every time Ben went on holiday, I thought he was going to Canada, but he apparently hasn't been there since he was like 13. Uh, yeah, so it's like over 11 years since I was there but yeah in Vicky's mind I was there like every other day yeah I really like, thought you'd gone there a lot catching up with the mooses eh cause you tell a lot of stories about Canada uh, do I? yeah I just make them or I, maybe I, like I just see a lot of Degrassi <laughs> and just tell those that episodes <laughs> I didn't realise you were just describing Degrassi <laughs> <laughs> Ben is the uh, Wikipedia editor for Degrassi Junior High <laughs> shh you can't tell all the secrets <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I guess maybe you just told me a lot of stories after you went, and it really stuck in my mind. Okay, unless I'm recapping like five-year-old stories, because I don't even really know what stories I have about Canada. Since, I just <laughs> <laughs> like uh, my, since you went when you were thirteen. Yeah, I was such a child. Like, if you're putting you know adult Ben into those situations, it's like, wow, he really enjoyed that Tamagotchi he got over there. <laughs> <laughs> Can't shut up about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he's uh, several years late on their trades, but... <laughs> but good on him. Yeah, he seems to have found something he likes. Let's yeah. let him stick with you it. You should have bought your Tamagotchi over here. We've still got a Tamagotchi bar you can take it to. What's a, what, like, you can go and hang out and... Yeah, and they, like, get stuff that downloads onto it, and, like, mm. it can do stuff in this Tamagotchi, like, shop, I guess. I saw this lady on the plane on the and way And she was over. really a Tamagotchi? That's so confusing. If that would, that would make it extra confusing because she had a kid. Uh-huh. And I'm like... Also a Tamagotchi. I was just watching her raise it. <laughs> <laughs> and What? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. What do you mean you were watching her raise her kid? Well, like over the... the course of several years. No, over the course of an hour playing flight. I don't think you can raise a child in an hour. What do you call it? I was watching her keep it alive. <laughs> I just, I feel like raising is the entire process. Like, you don't raise a child for an hour. Well, I, I saw an hour's worth of child rearing. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, they really captured the essence of this in Tamagotchi. <laughs> I mean, like... What, the, did it poop and eat? It and... didn't. It didn't do anything. Well, that's not a Tamagotchi at all. Tamagotchis are, in fact, more work than children then. And, uh, <laughs> don't... Perhaps. Don't take that to heart, 15-year-olds. Like, it didn't do anything, but I felt like if she stopped doing exactly what she was doing, it would have done something annoying. What was she doing? She was just, like... Beating it over it. the head? <laughs> yeah. Shut up, kid! <laughs> no, she was just, like, rocking Drugging it, it and cuddling it and um, patting it and just, like, constantly Are giving it... Are you sure it, it wasn't a gerbil? It was... This sounds like the way I would treat a gerbil. I should never... There's a fine line between gerbil and human. How old human. is this child? <laughs> I, I walk that line. <laughs> I walk that line very delicately with, uh, with a razor. Yeah, no, please fetch me my cheese. <laughs> I'm one day's missed shaving away from falling right over. When we said the uh, today's episode was the campfire edition, we're doing tomorrow's episode for my giant hamster wheel. <laughs> With a campfire. Yeah, natch, natch. <laughs> One lesson, in fact, about this is how much they enjoy a good marshmallow roast. I've heard that. Um, no, like, it was, I don't know, say maybe six months old. I'm very, oh, so it was like a baby. Yeah, I'm very bad at guessing Oh, ages. I was thinking, like, seven or something. Oh, no. Yeah, I was picturing a child. That's a baby. Yeah, so... When you say raising a child, like, that's... I don't know, I would have felt older than that. <laughs> it was Tamagotchi age, Vicky. I'm trying to make a point <laughs> Well, here. mine never made it past, like, ten days. Oh, yeah, so no, like... they very rarely did. She was doing well. <laughs> yeah, she was an incredible Tamagotchi <laughs> raiser, if that's what we're going on. Tamagotchis made me have so much respect for my parents. <laughs> How did you guys get me past twelve days? Well, that's, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, this seems like a chore. <laughs> um, uh, like, I guess... The humans are more persistent before they die in terms of, you know, eventually you're going to give in to their needs. But uh, they captured the monotony in the Tamagotchi. Like, she wasn't really doing anything, but she was constantly doing something. And that seems exactly what a Tamagotchi is. Like, if you're not paying it constant attention to the nothingness that is going on, <laughs> then it's, you know, then it's going to die. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was sitting next to this baby on the one side, and then this, uh, like, Middle Eastern version of Lisbeth Salander from the Girl of the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, yeah. On the other side. And I'm like, oh. That's this. descriptive. You really thought about it, didn't you? I was, I was trying to place her because she seemed familiar. I'm like, yeah. I have picked up an accent. Everyone just rewind and hear me say descriptive. <laughs> That's descriptive. 
well, that's a fake accent. But <laughs> there's another one if you'd like me. To, you guys can vote what accent you'd like me to have. Uh, yeah, if, tomorrow we'll see Vicky's roulette wheel of accents. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it seems like she was really she wanted to be the girl for the dragon tattoo, but she didn't quite get there. How so? Like she had the uh, she had a different tattoo. Yeah. She had a rabbit tattoo. She was one year behind. It was... Yeah, exactly. The Zodiac was way off. <laughs> nah, she she had, like, the ripped jeggings instead of the ripped jeans and stuff. Uh, I, I figure, like, she was more of a henna girl if she was going to get any tattoo at all. Um, but, uh... I didn't know jeggings still existed. Apparently they exist. And these were, like... Apparently these, they exist. These were super jeggings. Like, you, you see the regular jeggings, which are, like, for anyone who doesn't know, the jeans slash with leggings. These ones had, like rips in it to make it look I guess slightly more authentic like you know worn jeans okay but then they also had creases in it like fake creases and then they had like That's little really jangly shit on the bottom and I'm like go the jean girl like, yeah if just you, buy jeans yeah like, if you're it? going that close to jeans like <laughs> surely is it a comfort issue Maybe, but do you think jeans are that more, much more uncomfortable? I'd no, I've never not. understood. Like everyone's always like, "Oh, I don't know how you wear your jeans all day." Like, I can sleep in my jeans. I frequently slept in my jeans. Uh, yeah, I, I would suspect that it can't be that much of a comfort issue. But you would have had a better, better comparison than me. But I don't find jeans. Well, uncomfortable. I don't wear jeggings. Yeah, I've worn leggings. Yeah, well, it's the same thing, isn't it? Just different colour? I don't know. I've never worn them. It could be really different. <laughs> yeah, you put them on, you're like, oh, I can see oh why they took off. Like, yeah, this is like cloud pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being licked by a thousand unicorns. Ooh, yeah, they are something. But so, yeah, these two, like, two people sat down. I'm like, oh, this baby's going to be the worst. And the baby was, like, fine. The baby was, like, the perfect The people passenger. actually started crying hysterically. Yeah. <laughs> the entire flight. No, but this, like, woman next to me, she was like talking on the phone the whole time. What do you mean? Like, you know Is how that you... not illegal? <laughs> yes, it's very illegal. You know what how... do you mean? Well, she's she... on her mobile phone in yeah. the sky. Yes. I feel like that's heavily frowned upon. <laughs> Me too. Wait, like... I don't quite understand. Well, like, we're taking off and, well, like, just before takeoff, I guess we've got the uh, safety check and they come I around. I do the quick before takeoff phone call, like, I'm on the plane. This is me gone, and then phone off. Because mm-hmm. you're allowed to call from the plane. As long as they it's... haven't, like, started taxiing and stuff. Right, right, right. So I usually do, like, when I, get, I just, like, call whoever's dropped me off and said, yeah, I'm on the plane, like, everything's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. You don't do that? I send, like, a text message or something, maybe. Yeah, maybe a text instead of a call. I don't know, anyway. Because I don't think I've ever been overseas for less than a month. So it's usually, like, quite some time that I'm leaving for. Yeah, it's just a heads up, like, I got on my flight and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm all for that. But uh, she was not making this short. And so uh, you think, like, when the people come around to check the seats and check the windows and everything's in, the, you know, in correct positions, yeah. they're going to be like, hey, woman, get off well, your, your phone. Well, your tray table's up, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to chat away and endanger the lives of everybody. Exactly. And so I'm like, well... I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to have to like sit next to her and have her be pissed off at me for the next hour because I can't like change seats. Well, or you don't want like her to that. frown at you as you plummet into the ocean. And, well, if <laughs> if we start plummeting, I'm going to be giving her a stern looking 
that. <laughs> wow. This is your fault. Well, you turned those tables. I don't want to look at her angrily. Yeah. She doesn't, like, if I make her hang up. But, but she's putting herself in a position where she can... get an angry look. Oh, yes. <laughs> the fool. And so I'm like... More fool her. Yeah, so the it's just before takeoff and she's not shutting off and I'm, like, hoping that the air hostess, like, notice and, like, say, turn off your fucking phone. And she's apparently a blind spot to everyone. Wow. And, like, the guy next to her was... She's a phone-using ninja. Yeah, well, she was not. <laughs> she, she was clearly not shouting up to her friends and... This other guy would look pissed off because she was sitting in the middle between me and this other kid. Yeah. And he was like, clearly, what are you doing? And then she's going back to, and then he goes back to sleep. And so I'm like, well, he's not going to say anything. Oh, my God. I'm not going to say anything. If we crash, this is on you, so but that's how, I don't want to be an awkward conversation. Yeah, I don't want to make awkward conversation. We might as well all die. Yeah. <laughs> and so, wow, that's how polite Australians are. Eventually, she, uh, we start taking off and she like finally puts her phone away. I'm like, oh, thank God. But she didn't even turn it off or put it in airplane mode because I find too a lot of Australians other people in public places don't really exist what do you mean we all seem to pretend that we don't see other people kind of (coughs) you know what I mean see other Australians no like when no like if you're in a public place in Australia Mm. like public transport or like not like a public gathering where you're expecting to talk to other people but you kind of it just everyone keeps to themselves. Yeah, like we all kind of pretend that no one has eyes or something. Yeah, well, I, I can appreciate that for a lot of it, but it did seem like when I was when I was in America last year that it was like everyone's coming up to me like, "Oh, hey man, nice shirt." Or, hey, what are you doing here? And I'm like, "Wait, we're in public. Why are you talking to yeah, me?" Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. I think Australians tend to pretend that we don't exist unless you have something really particular to say. Like, I kind of like I kind of liked it for a bit. Like, after a while, I'm like, all right, why are we still talking? But it didn't seem like they made the conversations, like, drag on too long. Then you had to get in and out and be friendly. But it's not like we're, like, just act natural. There's no one else at this train station. Just me and the train. Come on, let's work. Yeah, that's Australia, isn't it? Just me and the train. Yeah, just me and the train. Hitting the old dusty trail. Yeah, I like that, though. Because I frequently, I like, especially, like, in the morning, like, before work or in the first part of work, I find it very difficult to talk to people. Like, what about even like people that you know? Is it, are we including like you know friends in this? Oh, I'd have to be a good friend to talk to them. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you because I, I say like, oh, very good friend. I say regularly. We kind of talked about this last week with like the work people on my lunch break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, kind of like the same thing. Like regularly on the train, I see people that I recognise and. I'm, I'm sure that they see me, and I think we both make the mutual decision, like, nah. Nah, this, yeah, he doesn't exist to me. <laughs> yeah. Especially in the home, commute home, maybe it's all right, but the commute there, like, you've still got eight hours of work ahead of you. It's like, I don't want to, I don't uh, know, this is like... Yes, it's like early, you're still waking up. Yeah, exactly, like, you're kind of, like, still sleeping in a way. Like, yeah. So, ugh, even if it's a good friend that came along, I might be like... Hey, good to see you. I'm pretty tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think a good friend would get that treatment, an acquaintance or less would get ignored. Unless. But the problem with Australians also is you get trapped in conversations more than Americans, I think. Because Australians tend to pretend that other people don't exist until they do, and then you can't. And that's like you fully exist. Yeah, you like. There's no way to get out. Like we don't have an exit strategy. 
Yeah, I remember one time, like, I was just on my lunch break and I was just chilling on my own and some old man, like, walks up to me and starts telling me the history of the area. <laughs> was it your dad? It was not, but maybe in 20 years he'll be doing the same thing. So, okay. So, I, like, didn't... I was doing my unacknowledging, just leave me be thing. He was clearly not playing by those rules. I know. There's only so much you can do as, like, a polite Australian. Though. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, yeah. But, oh, really? But even, like, more than that, he didn't give me a chance to get out at all. Ooh. Like, he was, like, full non-stop talking for, I reckon, at least 20 minutes. Did you do the mm? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I did a lot of uninterested mms. Yeah, but you did mms. <laughs> you think I should have just stared him down? Or just said, um... I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give me any any uh, room for feedback, negative or positive. Like, he just, like, came up to me and started talking for, like... That's so weird. 20 minutes fight on this spiel. That's and, so weird. Like I had to like like first of Did all I was ask doing, for a tip or something or like uh, I don't know like at first I was just like mm-hming along and eventually he's going to get to the end of like oh well nice chat too but I didn't even like it surpassed that point it's where I was just like looking for well I gotta go like it was yeah, actually my lunch break was ending oh my gosh and I'm still trapped in this conversation I didn't want to be impolite and be just like mosey on out of there without the never ending conversation with an old man (laughs) (laughs) it was very much like that and so I think eventually like I just had to interrupt him and like mid sentence and be like yeah okay my life breaks over and he kind of let me go but yeah up until that point it was just like I'm like how do you not run out of breath (laughs) (laughs) I got three lungs (laughs) just blessed like that yeah he's got cyclical breathing just to to help in both awkward conversations and did you do (laughs) so what's your first impressions of Tokyo me and Ben are both exhausted I think this is going to be the worst podcast ever well we didn't mention that um, this could be a very sleep deprived Episode. I would just go with very sleepy. Yeah, well, I've been up for almost 24 hours straight, and Vicky's not too far behind me, and then plus, last night I only got a couple of hours sleep anyway, because I was out late before I had to catch my flight. You didn't sleep at all on the plane? I slept for like maybe an hour, kind of, but Ooh. I'm not very good at sleeping on planes. It's... I'm the opposite. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not true, actually. No, I'm the same. I can't sleep on planes, sorry. Well, I didn't have much... I was like, thinking of trains. Uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm tired. I'm, I am good at sleeping on trains, I know, actually. right? Yeah. I can't understand how people don't. They rock you to sleep. Like, yeah. They're really... It's like a big, warm cradle with a hundred people. <laughs> the, the thing that kept happening on the uh, plane was I, I was sitting... Cause Next to the woman who wouldn't turn us well, off. No, this, that was from the Melbourne to Sydney leg. Then I went from Sydney to Tokyo, and I was sitting between two other people. And so I had to... Like, I sat down and... I didn't want to put my bag in. As opposed in. to what? Two of the same people? Well, no. Maybe. Like, as I, didn't, I didn't have an aisle. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, if there was, like, twins on either <laughs> side of me or something. Like, why didn't they seat you guys together? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> um, but, so I didn't want to keep annoying these people. The twins. Yes. I didn't want to annoy the twins by having to keep getting stuff from my bag from the overhead lockers or anything mm. like that. And so uh, I put my bag under the seat in front of me, but then it meant I had, like, no leg room. Oh, okay. But then I'm like, oh, maybe I could put my bag up top. But then both people just went to sleep. 
Uh. And so it's like if I want to push my way out, I have to wake them up as well. Uh. And so I was kind of trapped within their pee schedules. <laughs> and they, they were, uh, you know... They Controlled had, by the bladder of another man. Yeah, they had steadfast bladders. Oh, really? Wow. So I think during, like, the whole eight-hour flight, maybe... Oh, the in guy, the middle of an iron bladder curtain. Yeah, one of them got up, like, <laughs> like once, and the other got up twice, maybe. Ooh. So I, I didn't have many opportunities to, you know, between this, them sleeping and uh, them actually getting up, it was a limited opportunity to, you know, non-annoyance. But, yeah, it just meant that I couldn't stretch my legs and that stuff doesn't really help when I'm trying to sleep on a plane. But then the other thing mm. is that because I used my own headphones instead of the shitty ones that they give you. Oh, really? Okay. Well, like... I didn't even know you could. Some Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. Yeah, I had to, like, wiggle them in the socket a little bit, but it actually <laughs> worked. Did you sing that song, Stop and Wiggle With It? Yeah, stop. <laughs> What weirdly, song is that? weirdly, that was playing on all the stations. When I was <laughs> that's why they don't. That's what they play when you bring your own headphones. Uh, is that is, that, is that Usher's? Yeah, I think uh, so. Uh, and then we go with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. I just think you sang it nothing like the original. No, sorry, I'm very tired. Incidentally, that's one of my. Um, you know how you have your song with people? Yeah. Yeah, that's my song with my ex-boyfriend. Which, it was our song. With Alex? Yeah. Why was yeah your I song? <laughs> I don't know why. It was just, yeah, yeah by Usher is our song. <laughs> yeah, she really speaks to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's quite a romantic song. <laughs> You'd ignore the lyrics and the tune. And the delivery of the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ignore absolutely everything about the song. It's yeah. a perfect song down with your boyfriend. No, the, I don't know why the that is. not bad. You could, you could live with that. Do you have a song with your exes? Hmm. No? I, I kind of did, like, with Megan, we had, like, uh, a Three Doors Down song. Oh, yeah? Because she gave it to me. Then it, like, it was on a mixed CD or What's something. Three Doors Down? They did that song, Kryptonite. Oh, that was your song? No, they oh. had another song. Like, here, here, here without... Oh, not that band that made one song. Yeah, Here Without You, I think it was called. Okay. Like I'm confusing him with that other band who got together and made a song and then disbanded. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they called the Beatles? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I remember, like, me and Natasha talking about that once. So, like, I don't think we really had a song. Oh, really? You didn't decide on one? We were going to choose yeah, but it seemed to be taken. <laughs> like, I feel like someone else has got that. Yeah. I don't know how that came about, or if Alex even... He probably doesn't remember that. But I remember that yeah is our song. I have to quiz him and see, like, what was your song with you and Vicky? <laughs> see what he says. Yeah, you should ask him. Next time you see him, ask him what he says. He's like, the bitch is back. <laughs> yeah. 100 problems and a bitch is one. <laughs> Um, how did we get onto this? I feel like we had an unfinished yeah, thought. I don't know. It's something to do with you on the plane and you can't sleep. Oh, yeah. And so, then you're wiggling the So I was, I was using my own headphones. Yes. And so they were good, but I guess they were noise-cancelling, so, like, you can't really hear a lot of the outside noises, which oh, is Oh, what a nightmare on a plane. <laughs> what do you mean? That's good. Yeah, it's awesome because... Oh. Um, that's like one of the main reasons I use it is because you're trying to watch a movie and you can't really hear shit because just like the hum of the plane or the other people or whatever. The rustling of crackers. Yes, and I refer to like stealing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a seasoned that, that rem- cracker rustler. <laughs> that reminds me. While um, <laughs> what, the time you went cattle rustling. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. How did you know? Um, no, this uh, Lisbeth jeggings wearing chick uh, on the first flight. Yeah. She was. The other thing was like at landing, she was blasting her headphones like super loud. Oh. And uh, what was the song? It was Kelly's "Fool Me Once" or "Fool Me Twice." But I don't know that song. You're not gonna trick me once. Ah, uh, won't well, let you trick me twice. Yeah. Yeah. That was my song with Maverick's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why she was playing it. And, but the, um, the, She's thinking about me. Yeah, but I'm like... I didn't want to tell you, but I was, I'm dating Miss Jeggings. <laughs> while, she was, while she was blasting this with the iPod clearly, uh, you know, playing and not switched off as every flight attendant had instructed, Yeah, she was doing, um, like, prayers, like she was crossing her heart. Like, I'm like, if you're praying for a safe landing, <laughs> turn yeah. off your fucking iPod. Yeah. <laughs> Let's obey the rules. God yeah. smiles on that. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to flying, he very much likes it if we listen to the people who know what they're talking about. But I did think that was funny, is that you're playing Khalees while you're making these prayers. Well, maybe she was praying for it to crash. Well, she didn't win this time. No, haha. But yes, I had my headphones on, and because they had the noise cancellation I guess whenever they make an announcement on the loudspeaker they kind of adjust the volume a bit so it's audible when you've got the headphones on well I thought they put it through the headphones yeah so it goes through the headphones but it comes through like on a semi-loud setting yeah and so when I was watching a movie I had to have the volume down really quiet because my headphones were actually pretty decent yeah and so whenever the announcements came over the PA system they uh, jack the audio way up and oh. it would like blast through my speakers oh. so, so it was like having the pilot sitting inside your nasal cavity yeah. telling you what was happening and so like I finished watching my first movie and I was kind of tired and so I left my headphones on because it was just kind of good to block out the noise Yeah. but then like every 30 minutes the pilot would come over and like, oh, like, ah, and, like wake me up again <laughs> so I didn't get really a whole lot of sleep because uh, see the worst one when I was flying I think it was Emirates or maybe Qatar Airways, they left the dinner menu, and you couldn't change it off the dinner menu up for maybe 45 minutes. Oh, what, on the screen? Yeah, and I couldn't sleep, and I didn't have a book, like, didn't have my iPod, didn't have so a computer. So it's, it's one of those ones where you can usually choose, like, your movie or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they had the dinner menu. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't change it off. The, the only thing you could look at on the screen was the dinner menu scrolling over and over. I was like, you were like, <laughs> they really think people are indecisive, don't they? Yeah, like I just, and it was only like two options. So I just scrolled back. I was like, oh, I just. Oh. Yes, we know. Chicken know. again. I just think, say, refer to like the menu in the seat pocket. Like, you don't need to interrupt Marley and me for that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, it was just some weird art house film that everyone was forced to watch. <laughs> <laughs> what you're having for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really have much plans for these episodes. We're just going to recap our day. Yeah. And if it's like a shorter episode than usual, I don't know if we're going to combine them into, you know, a, a few a few days into a longer episode. But uh, we'll just putting that out there so when people are like what's with this 30 minute episode yeah the Tokyo slumber party probably won't be as long because yeah listen to 30 minutes worth of yeah if you are <laughs> if you feel like you're being whipped off but also heads up it's being recorded on an iPhone so in the middle of the night in my tiny apartment in yeah. Harajuku it won't have all the regular Skype issues that you can you're used <laughs> to there's a whole new podcast. set of issues yeah so enjoy those <laughs> and uh 
don't know. Do we have any any plans for tomorrow or something that we can look forward to? Um, I'm just going to be showing you around the local area. So Harajuku should be in Shinjuku. And Ben's going to be tripping out because there's going to be places you all played in Yakuza before. Yeah, it sounds like basically everywhere uh, that Vicky's showing me is somewhere that I've played in Japanese video games. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He already, I showed him the place he graffitied in... Uh... In Jet Set Radio. <laughs> and I, I bought some Calorie Mate, <laughs> which was basically supposedly going to give me health. <laughs> if, if, if Yakuza it does has quite stopped the opposite, anything. really. I tried to explain. Ben asked me what calorie mate tastes like. Yeah, it doesn't really have a taste, does it? Well, like to backtrack a little bit, these these are all foods from this like video game Yakuza, which is kind of like a Japanese Grand Theft Auto, and you can go into supermarkets and stuff in the game and buy food items that give you health and extra abilities and shit. And one of the items is Calorie Mate, and they're all based on real products. And so I'm like, hey, that's in the video game. Yeah. So we bought it because it, Vicky couldn't describe what the taste was. It's really hard to describe. Like, because the point of Calorie Mate is if you don't have time to eat a proper meal, it'll give you like 500 calories or something. I don't know how many calories. Yeah. But I, I'd say like 500, I think. I don't know. But it's like calories, not necessarily vitamins. No, there's no real, like, vitamin or mineral content. It's just, like, literally something for your body to burn. Okay. Like, so you won't drop dead. Yeah, just some energy in some kind of biscuit form, I guess. Yeah, like a biscuity, bready kind of thing. Yeah, basically, like, the best way that I could describe it was, like, lame shortbread. Yeah, it's, like, not tasty shortbread, but, like... It's, like, kind of sweet breadstick... It doesn't really taste like anything, though, does it? Like, yeah, it's, it's like it has a taste. Like it's, oh, it's. I guess it's kind of sweet, but but it comes in two sticks, like a Twix or yeah, Kit Kat. Yeah. But it's nothing nearly as exciting. No, because I used to eat them when I was working, like, and I only had five minute breaks between lessons. But the uh, intriguing thing was all the different flavors of calorie mate, <laughs> and we I chose the black one. Which well, I don't seem, know if there are different flavors. There was like different colored. There's different colored titles, yeah. Yeah, just like text on the boxes, which I don't know. Does that make a difference? I don't or? know. I've never really. I don't know. I never really looked into it. Like to me, it just didn't really taste like anything. Yeah, and it's all very crazy in Japanese. But yes, yeah, so now I can see. That's finally... the thing I was talking about. Ben was bagging me out because. I just seem to habituate to things very quickly. So the moment I moved to Tokyo, Ben's like, "What's weird and different?" And I'm like, "Mawo." Uh. Yeah. <laughs> People speak Japanese. <laughs> mm, you don't help me out, yeah. But uh, yeah, so hopefully we can explore. I think Ben will notice probably more of the weird stuff than I did. I don't really pick up on it very quickly. I don't know. I tend to accept things like, "Oh, okay, fair enough. That's weird." Well, I did like the uh, shower having. Tells you the actual temperature. Ah, uh, yeah, that is true. We're living in the future over here. I don't know why we haven't got simple stuff like that back home. Yeah, I know it's like always hot because in Australia, like the water's heated to eighty degrees, but you put you cut it with cold water. Whereas here, it's well, I guess you don't have to. Oh, like well, yeah, you I die. guess. Die? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> sure, if you like. Yeah, sure. It's not. It's not. <laughs> if you go in there wearing your plate mail. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you got like a a thermostat. Like I assume that's where most how most places do it. I don't know. And then yeah, that water's heated, and then <laughs> yeah, if you're having a, a shower, you just... whereas here it's it's constantly heating the water as it comes through. I think. How does it do that? I don't know, but we never run out of hot water. That's impressive, and yeah, so it's always the exact temperature that you want it. 
Yeah, it's like always like whatever temperature you're set to. Yeah. Or within a few like degrees. Um, you haven't yeah. you haven't done scientifically no, tested this. I've yet shit. to bring in Mythbusters to mm. test. Yeah, that was impressive so far. I've only been here for an evening. Yeah, like three hours or something, five hours. But uh yeah, I'm sure over the next ten days or so while we're here we'll be able to find out some more of that weird shit. Well, well basically the only thing Ben's experienced since he's been here is like me jumping on him and then playing him this thing I thought was really funny from Hamish and Andy twice. At least twice. Yeah. I've heard it four times. How many times did you listen to here? it while you were waiting for me? Oh, maybe more than ten. <laughs> I just find it really funny. Basically, or do you want to explain what it is? Yeah, if you guys listen to Hamish and Eddie, it's the segment where um, they sing a conversation they heard on the subway. About, like, a fat guy <laughs> sitting on a... Fat woman. A fat woman sitting on another train passenger. <laughs> no, a fat man sitting on a fat woman. Oh, okay. Yeah, a fat man sitting on another train passenger. I clearly have to listen to it again to oh, get my facts. Oh, yay, I'm so glad you said that. It really... Makes me laugh. And I just noticed there's a Monsters, Inc. sticker in my room. How did I not notice? It's up here. I've lived here for a year and a half, maybe, and I didn't notice. Well, good thing you noticed before uh, before you left so you can enjoy it for the last week. That's weekend. so weird. That's really weird. I can't believe I didn't notice that. <laughs> Considering like how much I like Monsters, Inc., as I've mentioned before, the put that thing back where it came from also helped me. How do you know I didn't secretly put it there while you were out of the room? And then like made it look old and... <laughs> I got a distressed Monsters Inc. <laughs> sticker that Vicky is just gonna love. <laughs> it's Monsters Inc. jeggings. You wanted to make it look as real as possible. Uh, of course, yes. So what's yeah? What's your first impressions of Tokyo? I've so far taken Ben to. Well, well I live in Harajuku, but you didn't really see much of it. No, um, it's, it's pretty dark, but we'll check it out. Took you out to a pongi, to a party. That was about it. I do notice it's extremely cold. Yeah, it's freezing. Actually, it's not that bad. I didn't even wear a coat to pick you up at the airport. Yeah, I don't know. About seven degrees. Like coming coming off the actual airplane into the the arm that connects you to the airport. <laughs> that was like into the arms of Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, because like in the airplane you still kind of have it trapped uh, Melbourne Ugh. and or like you know trapped uh, Australian <laughs> temperature trapped and Melbourne. And <laughs> like you know, it's like it's regulated temperatures in the yeah. plane. And so you're not really feeling it, and then you uh, feel the first breeze take <laughs> your air, and you're like, "Oh, this place is uh, kind of freezing." But uh, I don't know. Trapped Melbourne sounds like a horrible societal experiment. <laughs> it's like the city from Escape from New York, <laughs> where we just turned it into a prison colony. Except for the opposite, <laughs> you're not trying to escape. Well, maybe you are trying to escape trapped Melbourne. Mm. Trapped Melbourne just sounds gross. It sounds like a euphemism for something disgusting. Any ideas? Like, Ugh, it smells like trapped Melbourne in here. <laughs> I don't know. What does Melbourne smell like? I can't remember. It's been so long. It has. It's been a while. Not as long as I apparently thought. I Facebooked about double the length of time I've actually been away. Yeah, well, yeah, Vicky thinks she's been here for two years when in fact it's. It's only been like just over one. Yeah, but uh, my theory is that time moves quicker in Japan <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get back home and I'll be like lying witch in the wardrobe and I've aged like 80 years I'm like but it was just 10 days what happened like, Ben where have you been <laughs> I, like, I became a king and met a talking lion uh, that's what I did too <laughs> yeah we both 
have the same uh, crazy stories, so they'll well, be weird have to believe us. Wouldn't it? Because we were together all the time. If you had different crazy stories, probably be hard for people to believe. <laughs> they'll us. be like, well, clearly something's in the water in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's ease off after that uh, irradiation, eh? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, first impressions, except for cold. It's just cold. Yeah, it's cold. It's um, the buildings are a lot smaller than Melbourne. Smaller. Yeah. Really? No, like, oh, no, like, they're like inside. Okay. Like yeah, you know, I'm still sleeping in a cupboard at the moment. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But if that this is Tokyo, everyone's living in someone's closet. That's true. And I could do without the smoking, like in bars. Oh and stuff. yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That you can smoke in bars here. Yeah, that that's one benefit back home is that they're we don't have to put that up kind with of that. shenanigans. Yeah, especially when we're like in crazy underground bunker bars that uh yeah like, i took ben to a bunker yeah which is kind of cool but then it's like i guess doesn't help with the ventilation <laughs> <laughs> one of the lesser known problems of the world wars yeah bunker ventilation but, uh, yeah so far pretty cool yeah this podcast is basically just going to be ben's impressions of tokyo because i was rubbish at giving mine so we thought we'd be better <laughs> to give it a better shot yeah we'll try and do it yeah i just get too used to things too fast we'll try and do a video podcast or something as well while we're here yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> ew kind of sounded like a burp for some reason oh, yeah. a very agreeable burp hmm. and i don't know a better way to end it really no Yuck. Alright. Away. Away, sea boat. Uh, <laughs> now you sound like the grudge. Maybe I'm trying to be. That's the Tokyo Slumber Party Away, sea boat. Okay. <laughs> Just end every episode with a grudge sound effect. <laughs> uh. Hey, what you doing? Well, I'm sitting down. You're squashing me. Well, move over. You can't sit here. You're squashing me. Hey, I'm sitting down. Get over it. Your fat ass is squashing me. Look who's talking. I've been sitting here for 20 minutes You can't just squash me with your fat ass I paid for my seat, this is where I'm sitting You don't like it, then sweetheart move I ain't moving Oh, what can I tell ya? You're gonna get squashed No one moved and an awkward silence ensued for 12 minutes Let's hear it for Jack the narrator <laughs> <laughs> it was a great train ride. Insane ramblings.